1: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 681, Does Luck Matter More Than Skill? by Cal Newport of calnewport.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday, and welcome to the podcast where I narrate the best blogs for you so you don't have to find time looking for them and reading them yourself. You can listen whenever and wherever you want, all for free. And speaking of free, on the first of every month, I give away a book to a random person on my mailing list. Plus, you'll get a bunch of free spreadsheet tools from me, You'll hear from me once a week with updates, a little picture, and more. And the next book raffle is in less than 10 days, so to be part of all of that, all for free, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. For now, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. Does luck matter more than skill? By Cal Newport of calnewport.com. Luck over skill? The most provocative business title I've read recently is Franz Johansson's The Click Moment. In this book, Johansson argues the following. One, for activities with clear, fixed rules, such as sports, chess, and music, the only way to succeed is to put in more deliberate practice than your peers. Johansson uses Serena Williams as a key example. Her dad started her practicing tennis absurdly hard at an absurdly young age. Number two, For activities with rapidly evolving rules, such as business startups or book writing, success comes when you change the rules to a new configuration that catches the zeitgeist just right. Johansson uses Stephanie Myers, author of the Twilight series, as a key example. Myers, in Johansson's estimation, is not a good writer. Her first Twilight book reads more like fan fiction than a professionally-scribed genre novel. She had not, in other words, spent much time in a state of deliberate practice. But this didn't matter. Something about her new take on vampire tales hit the cultural moment just right and earned her extraordinary renown. The lesson, according to Johansson, is that luck plays the central role in success for these activities. If you wanna do something remarkable, therefore, you have to keep trying new things, placing what he calls purposeful bets, hoping to stumble into an idea that catches on. Here's the obvious follow-up question for Study Hacks readers. How do these ideas square with my skill-driven philosophy of building a remarkable life? Schwarzenegger's Serendipity. I gain insight into this question from another book I read recently and found surprisingly engrossing, Arnold Schwarzenegger's new autobiography, Total Recall. At a high level, Schwarzenegger's story seems to validate Johansson's serendipity-fueled vision of success. The young bodybuilders ascent in movies, required several lucky breaks. One, being brought to LA of all possible cities to train in Joe Weider's Gold's gym. Two, meeting a writer, Charles Gaines, who was writing about the bodybuilding subculture at the time and who helped introduce Schwarzenegger to many important players in Hollywood. And three, starting to take acting seriously just as the 1980s action movie trend generated a sudden need for larger-than-life characters who knew how to film a movie. There was no way Schwarzenegger could have planned this rise to stardom. Serendipity played a big role. But does this mean that deliberate practice and the striving to become so good they can't ignore you is not so important? Schwarzenegger would disagree. Throughout his autobiography, he kept emphasizing that you have to do the reps, a reference to the unavoidable importance of putting in the hard work required to do something well. When you dive deeper into his story, you notice that this dedication to skill building plays a supporting role behind all of his lucky breaks. One, he was brought to LA because he was the most promising bodybuilder of his generation, a status he achieved by starting his serious training at least two years earlier than most elite competitors and adding a new level of intensity to his workouts. Two, when he arrived in America, he hustled, starting at least four different businesses, real estate, mail order, seminars, and construction taking night classes, and shadowing Joe Weeder on international business trips. His smarts and ambition is what helped him gain access to Charles Gaines' circle of influential friends. And three, when he began acting, he worked really hard at it. He took classes and trained intensely for small roles throughout the 70s, eventually winning a Golden Globe for Best Acting Debut in a Motion Picture for 1976's Stay Hungry. In other words, Schwarzenegger wasn't picked out of nowhere to star in 1982's Conan the Barbarian, his big break. He was, at that point, a world-famous bodybuilder who could act and was well-known in Hollywood circles. From this perspective, he was the obvious choice for the role. The serendipity equation. The combination of the click moment and total recall has helped me develop a more nuanced understanding of how skill and luck interplay in the quest to do something remarkable. Being a math geek, I find that equations help me better capture the relative importance of different factors, and with this in mind, I came up with the following. Success of a project equals project potential times serendipitous factors, where project potential is a measure of the rareness and value of your relevant skills, and the value of the serendipitous factors is drawn from something like an exponential distribution. In this equation, there are two variables. The first is the potential of the project. The more rare and valuable your skills, generally speaking, the more potential you have for the project to succeed. This is something you control. The second variable captures serendipity. You cannot predict or control this factor, but you can expect that really big values are really rare, hence the approximation to an exponential distribution. This equation helps explain examples like Stephanie Meyer. Her project potential was low because she did not have much skill as a writer but her serendipity factor was huge, swamping her low potential. At the same time, the equation tells us that Meyer's example is not a generally replicatable strategy. The huge serendipity factor she enjoyed is rare. You can launch 1,000 low potential projects in your lifetime and never encounter anything close. Objectively, the best strategy for success given this equation is to combine a commitment to increase your project potential as much as possible by sharpening your rare and valuable skills with a commitment to keep launching a steady stream of such projects and seeing them through to completion, increasing your chances of encountering high, though perhaps not Myers-level, serendipity. Without serendipity, your skill alone might not create the results you crave. At the same time, however, without a high project potential to multiply, The type of serendipity you can realistically expect to encounter if you try enough things also won't generate these results. You need both. If you believe that something like this equation is true, then this approach of becoming as good as possible while trying many different projects maximizes your expected success. Indeed, we can call this a Schwarzenegger strategy as it does a good job of describing his path to stardom. Looking back at his story, notice that he tried to maximize the potential in every project he pursued, always putting in the reps, but he also pursued a lot of projects, maximizing the chances that he would occasionally complete one with high serendipity. His breaks, as described earlier, all required both rare and valuable skills and luck, and each such project was surrounded in his life by other projects in which things did not turn out so well. Summary, you cannot count on luck or skill to generate remarkable outcomes in isolation the most consistent path to meaningful accomplishment seems to be a combination of the two. Pick a small number of things and become so good they can't ignore you. Along the way, however, keep taking your growing skill out for a spin, launching related projects one after another, carefully studying the outcomes to see if you stumbled into something big. You just listened to the post titled, Does Luck Matter More Than Skill? by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's, He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash OLD. Masterclass.com slash old.
0: Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zipline through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
1: I love this one. I totally related to it personally. I know my business partner Lee did too. And one last time, I'm doing a book giveaway in less than 10 days. To be in that raffle and to get a bunch of free spreadsheet tools from me, including a video tutorial to go along with one, come by oldpodcast.com and join the weekly newsletter mailing list. Again, that's all at oldpodcast.com. I hope you have a great Sunday, and I'll see you tomorrow for Minimalist Monday, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's OLDpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential.